So I've decided to bring you guys a little treat. I'm doing a bonus uh, full-length episode of my behind-the-scenes interview with Lacey Lennon, which actually went up on my Patreon a couple of weeks ago. So I wanted to just give everybody out there a taste of the kinds of interviews that I am doing as exclusive bonus episodes um, only at patreon.com slash Unfiltered. And they're just like really fun kind of get to know you behind the scenes conversations with some of the biggest stars in the adult industry. In addition to the bonus onset interview that I did with Lacey, which you're going to hear right now, I have also interviewed Honey Gold, Alexis Fox, Molly Stewart, Alina Lopez, Katie Jane, Sabina Rouge, Kendra Spade, Darcy Dolce. Um, there's so much bonus stuff that I give you guys at my Patreon, not to mention the bonus podcast with my lovely co-host and production manager, Eva, my LA porn life, plus all of the Q and A's with my guests. And just, there's a lot there for you guys to explore and it makes your contributions so worth it. And your contributions make this show possible. So it's just a win for everybody, which is why, um, I really, really, encourage and ask you to support the show by joining patreon.com slash holly randall unfiltered and getting access to interviews just like this one i'm gonna play for you right now so enjoy Hey guys, I am bringing you another behind the scenes on set exclusive interview with a new rising star in the industry. Her name has actually come up on my podcast a couple of times. I've heard a lot of really amazing things about her from several different directors. And today I am finally working with her for the first time. So I'm very excited. Everybody welcome Miss Lacey Lennon. Hi, I'm Lacey. <laughs> Hi, Lacey. Thank you so much for coming today. I am very excited to be working with you. Can you tell everybody a little bit about like what we're actually shooting today? So today I am shooting with Jay Smooth <laughs> and it is for Naughty America. And so what I've gotten from the gist of it is that I am a sexy wife and I am coming home to show off my outfit and, you know, to see, I believe how my man likes it. <laughs> It'd be kind of funny if it was like a parody. He's like, I don't like it. <laughs> End scene. <laughs> but I think it's going to unravel into, you know, some pretty I think today I kind of like when I woke up this morning I was very happy and that's kind of how I base off a lot of my scenes um I woke up very happy and very passionate very warm so I feel like that's how I'm gonna perform today and I feel like that's kind of how I really want the scene to go versus you know a lot of times people can get very just crazy and rambunctious but today I feel like I'm going to make a lot of love. <laughs> Yay. And that's great because actually Naughty America really likes those kinds of um, like connected scenes. They don't like stuff that's super like over the top and um, aggressive, which is not the kind of stuff that I shoot anyhow. So that's like perfect. So yeah, we definitely want like 
um, you know, sexy and intense, but um, nothing like extreme or anything like that. (laughs) Yeah, um, I definitely, I love to... For me, especially like whenever I'm on set and, you know, whenever I have my talent or multiple talents, I I even have like a hard time, you know, putting out a specific no list minus just being like, hey, don't make me feel degraded and make me feel almost unworthy. Um, but I really just love, you know, meeting my talent and just kind of just feeling how we feel and just going with it. A lot of times I forget that the camera's even there and that's so special to me. It's like sometimes whenever I have to break, whenever they're like cut, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, stop, I'm, I'm, I'm in it, you know? And so it's just like, but I really, I do love Naughty America a lot because I've worked for them several times and most of the time, as soon as we start rolling, you know, they just kind of let me do my thing. And so far I really haven't had any complaints, you know, because, you know, though, though it's performing, um, I just try to say, as genuine as possible because what else it's the easiest thing to do honestly <laughs> well it sounds like you're definitely a natural so um what kind of what are your favorite scenes to do like do you prefer girl girl over boy girl um is it dependent on the performers do you prefer features versus gonzo like is there any particular kind of scene that is your favorite to do I feel like it's hard for me to just like pick specific favorites, but I do thoroughly love features. Um, only I love features where the scene is gonzo, actually, and where there's not a lot of direction for the scene specifically, but there is a character who I do get to build and, you know, bring this connection and play this role. And then how this character, you know, what that they would do if this was a real life scenario is kind of what I think of. Um, and... Personally, I really love features because I enjoy acting and I like giving myself a little bit more of a purpose in this community in the sense of, you know, not just performing on camera in a sexual aspect, but allowing my fans to connect with me as I build these characters. Um, And then, but I love Gonzo in the sense of what I was saying about the passion and the fire of being able to just feel the chemistry between my partner and I and not being able, not having the director being like, well, this is the exact vibe that we need, but instead, you know, just being able to trust me and understand our chemistry because there's some people that I have a very it's very just lustful and passionate and it's slow and a lot of heavy breathing. And then there's others where it's like, I'll work a boy girl where they'll just like lift me up with one arm against the wall. And, you know, it'll be still that, that same type of gonzo, but it's a completely different vibe. And so it makes each experience unique. Um, now I personally do enjoy girl, girl a lot more because I actually liked women before I liked guys. And I used to mask that a lot as like a young girl. Cause I was told that it was wrong. Um, and so I was just like, you know, like I would tell myself, oh, no, no, I, I like guys. I like guys. But, you know, so for me being able to be on camera with women, it sometimes, I think that's when I get the most nervous and, um, cause I just want to make sure like I'm good and, you know, I make them feel good and I make them feel special. And a lot of, you know, I want to appreciate my talent on film as much as I want, you know, to speak out to my fans. I'm kind of a smorgasbord. It's hard for me to pick one because I love it all. <laughs> you know, it's funny what you said about the girl girl thing, because I can totally relate. Do you almost feel like it's a little bit there's a little more pressure to connect with the other girl when you're doing a scene as opposed to like, I don't want to say guys are 
easier, but like women are sometimes like complicated to get into that zone with where I feel like it's, it's, it's almost a little bit easier with guys. I don't know. Do you feel that way? I do. I feel like if male talent's like, oh, I didn't really like her. I'm like, I don't care. But if a girl's like, oh, I didn't really like her. I'd be like, oh, I'd be like, what can I do? Like, Kim, are are we at least friends? Are we, you know, and I care because I hear a lot of behind the scenes about how, you know, some people are taken advantage of and, you know, some people, they say they're no list and, you know, they're not listened to or appreciated. And, you know, a lot of times people feel like girls that have no list, oh, well, then they've taken so many things off the plate. And I'm just like, no, it just means that they like different things and you have to understand them and appreciate them a little bit more. So, I do feel like it is harder because we are a little bit more complicated and sometimes I feel like we shy out how we really feel just to please other people and instead I want to please them and I want them to know like I'm here for them and because it takes two to tango and for a scene to go well you can't just be one star and one person fall behind that doesn't make me happy I want to make sure that we're as equal as possible and just you know can just work together to bring the magic because that's that's the point, you know? It's 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 teamwork. It's a community and I just want them to know that I love them and I appreciate them when sometimes that they don't feel that way and that it's just about a paycheck and for me I'm like it's it's not about that. It's about us creating something special and I want them to have that with me. <laughs> I feel like it's harder to fake chemistry between two girls than it is to fake chemistry between a guy and a girl. And I don't know if it has something to do with the way boy girl scenes are inherently there's more movement because the guy's fucking you and going in and out with the penis. Whereas like a girl girl can be really static because like you're generally not moving around a lot. Like when you're eating somebody out and unless like the you know what I mean there's a squirming because you you know what I'm saying though right first thing is is like a lot of times if I'm with a you know working with a girl performer who maybe doesn't enjoy working with other you know women per se I can instantly tell when they don't want to kiss me because any moments in real life that you find yourself at a pause or you need a breath and for me in real life you know lesbian sex we're kissing and we'll we'll, we'll breathe into each other and just slowly do things it doesn't need to be wham 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 24 7 and um you can definitely tell if something is off and sometimes those are a little bit rough and you know it's just like I try to make my way you know through those ones I think a lot of those scenes it's like where it does get a little bit harder I get extremely dominant and I try to turn it into just a really fun type exciting a lot of energy type scene um but definitely some of my favorite girl girls are the slower more passionate ones where we again forget about the camera and we're just looking into each other's eyes and we're just tell each other how beautiful that we are while you know just slipping in a finger or two and it's it's so special because that that is how it should happen to hold them to cradle them and to kiss them doing all those movements because it's so natural and somebody who doesn't feel that way they they only do one of those at a time and you can tell that it's just kind of one of those days where they're just going through the motions versus actually listening to their partner feeling them and listening through the sensations as well Um, so it is a little bit more difficult but at the end of the day I at least want to make a friend, you know, and I never want to step on anybody's toes. And I just, you know, I want to be there for him. So. <laughs>
Now, earlier before we um, actually started recording, we were talking a little bit about BDSM, and you were talking about how you like BDSM, and and Ozzy, our lovely makeup artist, was saying that she found um, it interesting how many women were into being dominated, and you and I, I feel like, had kind of an interesting discussion about that. So can you tell me what your feelings are on that? Yes. I personally love BDSM, um, especially if you do it with somebody that's professional, knows what they're doing, and it comes from a good place in their heart. Because though, especially if you're playing a sub, um, you know, for the day, you're you're releasing your body and becoming this extremely vulnerable being, but you don't feel vulnerable. You don't feel like you're a victim. You, you, you don't feel that way at all. Instead, it almost seems like you are the dominant one and that you are running the show and this other person is taking care of you and like every single wish and it you elevate. And I hate because pain sometimes has like a negative connotation, but pain is just a word. Let's put a different scenario towards it. And let's say such as BDSM, you are put with this like equality of pain and pleasure where it puts you into this euphoric, you know, subspace that that is un- it's just indescribable. I was saying that some people fall into the subspace whenever they dance. Some people fall into the subspace whenever they work out. Some people do it when they paint when when they when they're painting a picture. And as a sex worker, I think, you know, a place where we can go and feel safe is being able to fall into a BDSM um, subspace of, you know, having every single component of your body, you know, is taken away, you know, and you are only meant to feel exactly like, you know, you have these pain of maybe, let's say, like the constraints, maybe on your nipples, maybe the ropes, the suspensions, maybe the whips. But at the same exact time, you have somebody in your ear telling you how beautiful you are and how special you are and, you know, and, and, and asking you, does it feel good? Because if it doesn't feel good, it needs to stop instantly we don't like like if you're truly not feeling good and not feeling safe you know they want to put you somewhere where you do feel safe and you never feel degraded you never feel lonely and I think a lot of times also another reason why women love it because I think the orgasms are authentically real on top of it because they have no choice yeah and there's like a build-up to it I know what you mean because I was actually in a relationship with a dom for a while and it's it is kind of hard to describe to people who haven't been through it and I remember him telling me at the start of our relationship that on the surface it seemed as if you know the dom had the control in the relationship but he said honestly really it's the sub who has the control because the sub sets the boundaries they set their limitations and the dom's just kind of following their lead and it is interesting like the psychological impact of the the juxtaposition of the pain and the pleasure is very intoxicating and it's like hitting two polar opposites of the same coin I guess you know that those those feelings the pain and then the pleasure and it does bring you into this other dimension and it's it's super super interesting and I think also too it's a it's a more intellectual form of sex play as well because it's not just about the penis going in the vagina and you know all those like basic things there's there's a whole psychological aspect behind it which just heightens the experience so much more the human body is incredible there's no drugs involved there's no no way to make any toxicity in your body at all except for this pure pleasure that it's it's just human and that's so special being that we're able to do that and a lot of people will fake it and you know just act like it doesn't exist or be like oh I can do without it and 
for me, I just think as a human, we have this gift, you know, of pleasure and we should take advantage of it in the sense of taking care of ourselves and allowing ourselves to be able to feel these feelings before it's too late. And I think everybody should give it a try within their own comfortability, starting as small as even handcuffs, you know, just, just something as small as like little bedroom play or even, even adding tickle play into, you know, your sex life, something as simple as that. It's just a different sense like while you're having this pleasure and I think that's really important um I think I think it's a really important dynamic and it allows you to understand the differences and then not only that being able to be a switch um you can also understand you know going on both sides and understanding your partner and what they like and what that they don't like especially with you know BDSM I mean you can really tell if somebody doesn't like it and you can see it on their face and you don't want to continue um and then also just the safety with all the safe words on top of that um there's just so much trust and intelligence and there's, it's just genuine, honestly. I, I really don't know how else to explain it. There is no script. There is no rhyme or reason, technically. It's, you know, you just, you just live. <laughs> you just feel it. I don't really know how else to explain it. It's, it's not something that can really even be explained because my experiences are completely, you know, different than the next person's experiences. And I think that's also what's so special. It's not a desk job type of sex, you know, work, basically. It's like, it's, it's, it's never repetitive. It's not like, oh, I'm going to come here and do the same exact motions. Everybody's body is so different. So you have to be able to, um, whatever, you know, like type of suspension, not everybody can do the same types of suspensions, not everybody can do the same type of whips, not everybody can do the same type of pressures. Um, so being able that everybody has all these different types of BDSM experiences. And that's also why I think people get so timid of it, because some people go so extreme and other ones go so light. But at the end of the day, it's all still BDSM. Um, it's a sensory. So <laughs> awesome. I love that. Well, Lacey, thank you so much. Um, I think Ozzy's done with your hair. So we got to get you into wardrobe. But um, I hope that you'll be able to come on to my show one day and do an actual, like, longer um, interview. Um, but until then, because I'm actually going to release this episode. I normally keep these as a bonus only for my um, Patreon members. But I'm going to release this episode as, like, a, a little bonus for all of my listeners so that people kind of get an idea of what, like, the behind-the-scenes interviews are like. And then they can join my Patreon for all the other ones that I've done with all the other top stars. So can you tell everybody here just quickly where they can find you on social media so they can maybe learn a little bit more about you? Yes. You can find me on both Instagram and Twitter. They're both going to be at Miss Lacey Lennon. Um, just go ahead and search me. There's a lot of fake ones out there. So um, my real profile, the header actually says the official page is only. Um, so you'll probably see that. And then it's also the one with the highest following. So don't listen to the scammers out there. <laughs> Let's be smarter together. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lacey. It's been a pleasure. And um I look forward to the scene that we're about to shoot. I'm stoked. Thank you. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed that episode. I definitely want to bring Lacey on for a full length episode because she is such a incredibly intelligent girl and um, she's incredibly so I hope you really enjoyed that little bonus episode with Lacey. I definitely want to bring her on for a full-length interview. She's such an intelligent girl, and she's actually 
so, so talented. Not only, you know, is she beautiful, great model, and, um, you know, does incredible performances, but did you know she's a trained opera singer? It's insane. Her voice is amazing. So I'm going to make her sing when I bring her on my show for sure. I won't let her get out of that. And also too, if you guys are interested in supporting my art book, I also just shot her for that as well. And the content came out so amazing. I'm so excited about it. So you can join me there at patreon.com slash hollyrandallart or to support the podcast Again, patreon.com slash hollyrandallunfiltered. Or if you're feeling generous and you're just a really awesome person, you can join both. I do have some people that are members of both of my Patreons, and um, I am eternally grateful to them because that is fucking awesome. As for the rest of you, thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week with another full-length episode of Holly Randall Unfiltered.